Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. It is a Saturday, January 8th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. We're going to hear from Justin Braun, who spoke with the media yesterday a little bit later in this episode. But let's preview what is to come tonight. It's the Flyers and the Sharks. Now, these teams met just a couple of weeks ago in San Jose, part of that road trip, game number two of that road trip for the Flyers against the San Jose Sharks. That was a 3-2 overtime win for San Jose, and that was the first loss for the Flyers, even though they got a point out of it. Uh, first loss for the Flyers of the four straight they have right now. Flyers had that seven-game point streak after the 10-game winless streak. They won the first three of those games in regulation. Uh, they lost the fourth game in the shootout against the Montreal Canadiens and then beat the Ottawa Senators in overtime, then went to overtime and beat the Seattle Kraken, then lost in overtime to this San Jose team, and then three losses since against Los Angeles, Anaheim, and then back at home, on Thursday, 6-2 against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Also, one of the things you'll hear Justin Braun talk about is about players out of the lineup and having a short roster, but still being able to go out and give max effort and put yourself in a position to win a hockey game. Mike Yo talked about that yesterday again as well. And it was kind of the subject of our episode yesterday on Flyers Daily. But it is San Jose and the Flyers tonight. Now, since San Jose and the Flyers did play that game, Back on December 30th, at 3-2 overtime win for San Jose. They lost the next two games, one to Pittsburgh, 8-5 on the road, one to Detroit, 6-2, and then they beat the Buffalo Sabres on Thursday night, 3-2. Giving up a lot of goals, though. Eight goals against the Pens, six goals against Detroit, only giving up two goals against Buffalo, but it'll be the Flyers and the San Jose Sharks tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Game two of this homestand for the Flyers. Flyers will finish up the three-game homestand with the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday. Then they'll head out on the road to take on the Boston Bruins for one, back home against the Rangers, back on the road against the Islanders, and then back home for two against the Islanders again, and then the Columbus Blue Jackets. The standings right now in the Metropolitan Division, the Flyers sitting in that sixth spot once again. They were surpassed by the New Jersey Devils. Devils have played one more game than the Flyers, 35. They have 33 points. Flyers through 34 games, 32 points. And the fourth place, Penguins, 45 points. So the Flyers right now 13 points back of the Penguins, and the Penguins have a game in hand. And the wild card standings right now, the Flyers were nipping on that wild card uh, berth just a couple of days ago, but now are chasing it. At that time, it was the Detroit Red Wings who held down wild card number two. They're now a point back of Boston, who has wild card number two with 36 points. Again, Flyers with 32 points, 34 games played. The big problem here where the math gets difficult is that the Boston Bruins, who we'll see coming up next week on the road at TD Garden, have only played 30 games. So the Flyers are four points back, and the Bruins have four games in hand. The Bruins are also running hot right now, 5-3-2 and two in their last 10, although they did lose their last one. Uh, the Flyers, 5-3-2 and two in their last 10, but have lost their last four. So Flyers-Sharks tonight, two points in the standings up for grabs. It'll be Martin Jones who gets the start for the Flyers in this game. He'll face his old team. Kind of an opportunity missed on that road trip when Carter Hart was not able to go because he was in COVID protocol, and they had the back-to-back -back games to start that road trip with Seattle and San Jose. And because the workload in Seattle was significant for Martin Jones, they decided not to go to him in that back-to-back. -back. Went to Felix Sandstrom instead who put in a great performance, 43 saves, as a matter of fact. Uh, but Martin Jones going to get the chance to face his old team tonight at Wells Fargo. Didn't get to do it at the Shark Tank. I'm sure 
he would have liked to check that box as well against his former team in the building that he played as the home player and the home goaltender so many times. Uh, but he'll get the start tonight for the Flyers. Well, let's get to Justin Braun right now because I want to comment on some things that he said on the backside of it. So Justin Braun met with the media yesterday. Of course, he played for the San Jose Sharks for many years and is a veteran player in this league. He'll touch on that and much more right here. Here's Justin Braun from yesterday after practice. Hey, Justin. Obviously, you know, you guys have said uh, multiple times you don't want to make excuses um, because ev everyone else in the league is kind of going through similar things. But how tough is it maybe in terms of the systems that Mike Yo is trying to, you know, give you guys or just fix anything when you guys aren't necessarily sure who's going to be in the lineup each, you know, each day, you know, injuries, COVID protocol, you know, things like that. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, can't make excuses. And it is, uh, it is difficult, you know, with the coaching change, not many practice days and uh, guys uh, in and out of the lineup don't know who they're going to be playing with. Uh, you don't know who's going to get called out that day where they can't play. So it is tough, but it comes down to, you know, work ethic and attention to detail. And, you know, those are the things that are important. You just got to make the little plays to uh, get the job done. You talk about, you know, guys not knowing who they're going to play with, but, you know, you've been able to play with um, Cam York uh, the last little bit here. How much did you know, you know, maybe about him before this? And just what have you seen from him while you've, uh, you know, been able to be his partner? Yeah, um, he's he's been good so far. You know, he's been, uh, you know, making the right plays. He's had good gaps. He doesn't seem intimidated, you know, playing against the Crosby line last night. Um, he looks confident out there. Those are the biggest things. You just don't want to lose that confidence as a young player. You want to just keep, uh, you know, keep that going, what you had going in the A coming up here to have that confidence to to play at this level. Hey, Justin, uh, Mike Gill was just talking about earning confidence uh, that, w that when you guys are confident and you, and you have a bad play, you're able to erase it quickly. But what do you think are some of the keys to over time building that confidence? Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one because you know when you kind of lose that, it's uh, it can creep in you know night in night out. But I think you know just sticking with uh, you know simple plays when you're not you know feeling at your best, uh, getting pucks deep. You know you can get a lot of confidence getting on the forecheck, turning pucks over, playing in the O zone. You know the the more time you can play there, the better you'll feel about your game. If you don't see the O zone very much, you get a little discouraged. So you know I think those are the things that you can uh, really focus on. Uh, yeah, Justin, last night Mike was talking a little bit about how um, in the 16 games where the Flyers have given up the first goal, you've only won two of them. Um, and how much of that do you think comes down to, you were just talking about a little bit of the execution side, how much of it comes down to the, uh, you know, to, to the mental side of not, of not getting down and just, just keep rolling forward? Yeah, those are, uh, you know, not good stats to not be able to come back in games. Um, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to give up the first goal, but, you know, we're running into a lot of situations where we're not good the next shift, where we're not getting the puck deep and getting the forecheck going again. We're, you know, turning pucks over, maybe trying to do too much, trying to get the next goal back that next shift. So, um, you know, you just kind of got to stick with the system and, you know, not not overthink it. You can't look at the scoreboard. You just got to go play the system in your game. Yeah, Justin, kind of following on that same line of, of confidence and, and having the ability to shake off bad things, you know, when that happened in games, you obviously were on some, some really good Sharks teams in San Jose. With those teams, you know, how did that confidence 
get developed? Like, were were there vocal leaders in the room? I'm sure you know, you were a veteran. You probably were one of them. But or was it mostly just lead by example, and then everybody just follows? Uh, we had a little bit of both. You know, uh, Jumbo did a good job holding guys accountable. Um, you had guys like Pavs that would just go out there, and, you know, get the job done. Um, you know, but we we had that culture for a long time there. When I showed up, it was, you know, we're going to be tough to play it at home. You know, you had to be ready to go every night or, you know, you were going to hear it from either the guys or the coach. So, you know, it was, uh, the accountability there was was good. So, you know, I think we need to get to a point where we're, we're like that here. We're ready to go from the drop of the puck. We're, we know we're not going to lose that night. You just got to have that mindset that, no matter if a bad thing happens, you're just going to keep working through it and you're going to get the job done. All right, there's Flyers defenseman Justin Braun after practice yesterday for the Philadelphia Flyers facing his former team tonight. Now, he was asked, there is the last question, it was from Charlie O'Connor from The Athletic, about confidence and how to shake things off when things happen and bad things happen in games. And Charlie asked him about playing in uh, San Jose and his time there. And Justin said, we had a little bit of both when I was in San Jose. Joe Thornton did a good job holding guys accountable. Accountable. There were guys like Pavelski that would also go out there and get the job done. But that culture was there for a long time. And when he showed up, it was there. We were going to be a tough team to play at home, and you had to be ready to go every night where you would hear it from the guys or the coach so the accountability there was good. And accountability is one of those things that comes from many players and coaches and culture for a hockey team. It's not just one person that holds a, a, a player, a teammate, a team accountable. It can't be just the coaches. It can't be just the players. It's got to be It's got to be a, a lot of times self-accountability as well. And you have to have all of those things to have your group be held accountable. The coaches have to hold you accountable. The organization has to hold you accountable. Your teammates have to hold you accountable. And you have to hold yourself accountable. And one of the things that Mike Yo mentioned in his media availability was this stat that when the Flyers have sc- have not scored the first goal in a game, they have a record of 2-13-2. So they've only won two games this season when they haven't scored the first goal. Their record when scoring first is 11-2-4. Their record when getting scored on first is 2-13-2. And too often, too many times, the first goal gets scored on them and it's followed up by a second goal. Now, when a team goes up one to nothing in a National Hockey League game, the numbers bear out that that team wins that game 67% of the time. That number gets increased dramatically when the team that scores the first goal also scores the second goal. This is obvious. They get a 2 nothing lead. They then win the game 80% of the time. The Flyers, too many times this season, have not only given up the first goal, but when that something bad happens, it has affected them. And that effect has been then allowing a second or third goal. One goal has turned into two very quickly, and sometimes two has turned into three, like we saw in the 6-2 loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday night. Now, how do you get out of that? Now, this is something that you just don't snap your fingers and have it work. It takes commitment to dealing with adversity. It takes a good shift after you get scored on, and it takes a team to build that confidence that things won't go off the rails. And we've seen games this year where the Flyers have gotten scored on and rallied from it. We saw it recently in the seven-game point streak that they got down in the game. We saw it against Montreal. They came right back and tied it up. We've seen glimpses of how to react when goals are scored, 
But all too many times, we've seen the converse of that. We've seen them, one goal turn into two, two turn into three. The only way out of that is through consistently handling that adversity the right way. And they just haven't been able to do that. Now, there's been guys in and out of the lineup. Sure, that's part of it. No doubt about it. That's a reality. It's not an excuse, though. These are all hockey players and professional hockey players that they just have not reacted to adversity well since COVID hit. And this does go back two years. It goes back prior, prior to the league being paused in March of 2020. They were a team that reacted to adversity extremely well. Matter of fact, from January, basically, until the pause, they had not lost back-to-back games. One loss didn't turn into two. But when they came back from the COVID pause and went into the bubble, and they had that playoff series first against the Montreal Canadiens, and they gave, Montreal kind of gave them all they could handle after beating the Penguins in the play-in round, and then the Flyers in that second round went up against the New York Islanders. Yeah, they took them to seven. They got down 3-1 in the series, but they never really looked like they had confidence, they had mojo, they had that, that look that they had before the league got paused for COVID-19. And then obviously last year, we saw that same personality trait come out again. And it's also one that we've seen again this year. How to get that out isn't just changing a coach. That doesn't fix those kind of problems. It's consistency in the way you attack a game and attack those moments in a game that will eventually weed that out. But it hasn't been consistent. To me, that is the biggest thing affecting this team, really, since the COVID-19 pause. I'm not blaming it on the COVID-19 pause because this is something that can be controlled, but has grown and it's like a snowball going down the hill. This lack of confidence when facing adversity, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. You, you get your hands on it, you push it back up the hill a little bit, and then it comes back down and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what it's like for the Flyers right now. This has been the biggest issue for me is how they handle adversity and changing the message and the messenger, as in Elaine Vigneault to Mike Yo has not been the answer to that. Now, Mike Yo has not had a lot of time to practice and put in his, his philosophical differences from Elaine Vigneault or his systems. Uh, they haven't had a lot of practice time, and over the, they had an extended pause when they started to get things going in the right direction, as Mike Yo pointed out yesterday. But this is something that is Mike Yo's biggest challenge, is that when adversity strikes this team, that they figure out how to deal with it in a positive manner and not let it eat them alive. That's been the biggest issue. I've been thinking about this for a couple of days. And as I look all the way back to when the league was paused and they returned from the COVID-19 pause and in the bubble, and then into last year, and then into this year, what's the one consistent thing that has eaten this team up? To me, it's that. They get an opportunity tonight to go out and not be that. They have been that. We'll see if they can do that against the Sharks tonight at Wells Fargo Center. We'll break it down tomorrow. Another edition of Flyers Daily coming up on Sunday. We'll break down the Flyers-Sharks game. Everybody, enjoy your hockey tonight. Enjoy your Saturday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. On the car